0: All right. Welcome back to uh, another episode of Before We Do, a podcast exploring the beginning of the rest of our lives. I'm Ryan. And I'm Madeline. And this is episode number eight that we're doing. We're on a roll two weeks in a row, so we're doing pretty good. And once again, Madeline has taken the lead and uh, kind of outlined what we want to talk about. And this week, we really want to focus on um, living with your significant other for the first time and all of the quirks and things that go along with that.
1: And I think you guys will see that uh, as we talk and as we go through the different like little subjects within that subject, uh, yeah, you'll see that we don't really have the full scope of th- what the situation is for everyone. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's just relevant to the two of us, obviously, just given like our own personalities. So take that with a grain of salt and understand that. Our advice by the end of the episode should work for a lot of people, but
0: um, it's generic enough to apply it's to it's pretty generic. A but group of people, but still people I are think different.
1: Helpful, I think it'll yeah. still be helpful. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a uh, it's an interesting experience that everyone's gonna have to go through at some not maybe not everyone, but most people will go through at some point in time. And we really want to make it known that uh, being open-minded helps. Mm-hmm. Being mindful of your significant other helps. And if you can do those things, you're probably going to be fine and you're going to figure it out. Um, If you can't, well, good luck to you. So enjoy this episode and uh, we'll catch you again on episode nine. Living with your significant other for the first time. First off, let's start this by saying if you live in West Michigan and you're listening <laughs> to this, um, we're not married, <laughs> and we do live with each other, so and we're living. Okay. In, and we're living <laughs> in <the> sin, <laughs> and I don't go to church every Sunday, or At most Sundays. W- tell me the last Sunday you did go to church. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd rather not think that <laughs> far back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Obama was definitely still in office, potentially Bush. Wow. Yeah. Long time ago.
1: Okay. Interesting. But
0: don't want to start out on a religious note. No, yeah. That's not We're one. talking about living with your significant other for the first time. And uh, it's it's an interesting transition for most people.
1: It is. I think there's a lot of uh, expectations that you might have for someone you're living with. And that, that might not just be your significant other, but just living with somebody that isn't your family or yourself for the first time can already have challenges. And then, you know, moving into a situation where it's with someone that you're supposed to like be with forever, like for all, maybe not everyone, but you know, long time.
0: Yeah. I think that's interesting because I did not live, like I moved out of my house, like moved out from living with my family when I was like 18 or 19, Mm -hmm. I think I was 19 and I never moved back in. So when you moved in to when you moved over to Holland and moved in with me, I had lived by myself for a little almost 2 years probably.
1: Yeah, but you had a lot of different like roommate situations and like e- one roommate or a couple roommates. roommates. I mean, we I mean, we both lived um how how Ryan and I met actually. We lived at Chandler Crossings in East Lansing, which is quite the place.
0: I wouldn't go there. <laughs> It was awesome when we were there, though. It was, and it was.
1: I mean, it's just very like compact, like student housing. Yeah. So, you know, going from that kind of environment into more of like, oh, I have a two bedroom now, and it's just me and one other roommate. Like that was kind of luxurious. And then afterwards, you moved out on your own. When you moved to Holland, you were living by yourself for a while, so you kind of got used to that. But yeah, and then I came along.
0: I loved it. I loved living by myself. It was very peaceful. Um, I did get bored, though. I wish I had a dog at that time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, and then I, I s- could probably still live with my family if it just happened and I was like, all right, I'm moving back in. Like, I, I would be totally fine with me. I feel like when I lived with my family, it to growing up and everything, like, we all vibed together pretty well. So that was always really, it was just like a nice sense of,
0: family and comfort and Madeline. everything no i'm not rubbing trying rubbing the nice family shut sense up. i never got get
1: out of here that is so awkward
0: <laughs> future no, i'm just saying
1: that you know it was it was a huge uh change for me to move into an apartment with other roommates that weren't my family that didn't just love me unconditionally you know if there were flaws in the relationship it was like it was all <laughs> you guys like you had to figure it out and that was not always great for people like everyone has r- horror roommate stories like they do i mean that's just a thing like you move in with somebody expecting a certain thing and it turns out they're like crazy or something so okay what i'm what getting at is yeah get there. That <laughs> moving in with a significant other for the first time you can have those same kind of feelings and uncertainties of like i really like this person but what if they're just batshit crazy like what if you i don't know like trim your toenails while you're eating dinner or something that would I would I wouldn't know what to do with that yeah you know so there's a lot of things that you're just kind of taking a chance and you know you have to kind of be on your own best behavior for a while and hope that that other person is too but then slowly it starts to unravel and you see all the weird things that you would do in your own apartment
0: I don't think that like, my, I, I'm trying to think back, and I don't think I had any specific expectations when you moved in, though. Like, my only expectations were, like, I probably – expectations for myself and, like, how I did things. So, like, I couldn't be as lazy about doing the dishes. I had to make sure that, um, like, my apartment was cleaned up. Like, things like – I just couldn't, like, just do whatever I wanted. And that was kind of nice for a while, but – I knew that, like, I would rather, like, there's, I didn't have any reason not to be, like, clean or whatever, so it was, I, I enjoyed when you moved in, because that was, like, a good change that came from it. I do remember, the only thing I really significantly remember when you moved in was, holy shit, you have so much stuff, (laughs) like, why do you have so many things? (laughs) There was just so much stuff, like, I could fit all of my stuff into, like, one room of a two-bedroom apartment, and maybe, like, a closet space, and, you came in, and I just was like, "Where does all this stuff? Why do you need it all, and where does it go?" And I, I'm still kind of amazed sometimes about how much stuff you have, yeah, or how much stuff you can acquire over any given amount of time,
1: yeah, I can see that. I definitely have a lot more stuff than you, and that's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. The different expectations are different, like just things you didn't even think of or like think that you would have to consider going into a situation like that and like I don't know I'm trying to think if there's anything that really like not shocked me but was surprising moving in with you and I don't really think there was too much oh okay well this isn't really that negative or anything but food oh that was really weird and hard for me to like this I do the cooking for a reason it's because Ryan could eat the same thing or actually he doesn't really like eating the same thing but he could eat just very bland food all the time, and My feel like it's are totally really fine.
0: Refer back to episode, whatever, early episode about eating and meals and things like yeah. that. Yeah,
1: and Don't that was really hard for me to like come into and be like, "This is what we're having." Like, okay, I'll just do this now. Like, I'm just gonna start yeah, doing w- all this myself. Great. Yeah, I so it's really positive for you.
0: I have not cooked in years. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Oh. What do you think about, like, expectations? I keep saying expectations, and it's not necessarily that. But, like, how do you think our different routines impact how we live together? Like, would you say – I mean, I would say that Oh, yeah,
0: that's a really good – that's a really good point. Because one thing that I learned after, um, like, afterwards when I – when you moved in was that – i used to like come home a lot and i would work a lot after work like not always like not like being like, a workaholic but just like i didn't really have much else to do so i would like have my routine of like gym or run um usually like go down to the beach or something or hang out like go do something outdoors and then i would just kind of like watch tv and like do some work on my laptop answer emails whatever and i did that a lot and I always found that I was like so more prepared for work and so much more ahead because like I would go home and do a whole project that might take me three days of time at work to do or something. And after you moved in, I realized like I stopped doing that as much. And I kind of was like, man, am I being like lazy or something? And it wasn't that I was like being lazy. It was just that like I was making a decision like not to come home and just always work and be on my laptop and do things. I mean, I still do that a lot, but like not nearly as much as I used to, I would say, or I do it in like more – specific times um but that was really interesting because i just i like looked back and i was like wow i used to knock things out really really quickly and that was like my go-to i'd go home and i would know that i'm doing doing these couple things and then i'm gonna i'm gonna work for a while and then once you moved in i was like i can't just do that i have to spend i'm gonna spend time with madeline i want to spend time with madeline so that was like part of my routine that was really changed up but i mean i don't know i feel like we haven't i mean we've lived together for what Two and a half, almost three years now. And, I mean, there hasn't really been that many things outside of, like, up until the past six months that I can think of for us where it was, like, we either had a routine that we were on the same schedule or doing a lot of the same stuff because we we moved from our first apartment to another town, like, 30 minutes up the road. So, the routine was <laughs> go wake up early, go to work, come home, chill eat, at home, and eat, then- and then by that time, it's, like, 830, and you're just, like, hanging out.
1: It yeah, was a weird few months yeah
0: so the routines weren't really like that established then. I would say it hasn't been until like the past six months that we've really established like a routine of like well you're going to the gym a lot in the morning and then you work and then you come home and then you go do side job stuff and then for me it's like either run in the morning or go to the gym with you or do it late at night um Mm -hmm. I mean there's still definitely routine there like the dogs have to go on long walks like yeah stuff like that I mean like
1: I would say like some of the differences are that I am Uh, much more of an early riser than you are like as much you could do it like if you had to but in general you just
0: you're an early riser when it comes to going to the gym I can wake up early every day of the week no problem I just don't really enjoy going to the gym or working out early in the morning yeah because if we on average I bet you I wake up before you do it more than often yeah if you're not waking up for the gym I'm up hours before you Even on, like, a Saturday. Like, last Saturday, you'll sleep until, like, okay, 9.30. Point. I'm up at, like...
1: 9.30? I don't remember the last time I slept until
0: 9.30. Okay, it was, like, last week. What? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, um, but I'm definitely up quite early. I just not, I'm not always up and, like, going to the gym and doing stuff like that. It's just, I that's not really... I've never been a morning person in that sense. I'll do it. I I definitely see value in it. I like not having to come home and do it, but I enjoy actually, I enjoy the process of running and doing stuff later at night than I do in the morning. It feels like I get to like burn the day off almost. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I'm def. I wouldn't say you're more of a morning person than me in that sense of routine. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Doubt it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the another thing that's really been interesting of having living with your significant other is like the chores piece of it and I always tell people this one little thing about how we made a deal where if I walk the dogs even in the winter time like if I'm the one in charge of taking the dogs out you'll do all the dishes yeah it was all-time dishes duty for all-time walking the dogs and if you don't know and you're listening to this and you're not from Michigan Walking the dogs when you live in an apartment in a city in the wintertime can be kind of brutal. And when we made that deal, we had just gotten our second dog who needed to go on long walks, not just like the little dog who could just go out and do a really quick walk. So it was looking to be a pretty rough winter. But then we moved downtown to downtown Holland where they have heated streets because this is the most luxurious downtown (laughs) in the fucking world. So... I still think I got the much better end of that deal.
1: He does. And now uh we have this deal going where we both walk the dogs and then I still only do the dishes. It's it's an interesting deal and I'm not yeah. sure how we ended up there. But yeah, you put yourself in that position. I don't know. I leave him sitting there just hoping sometimes he'll
0: just in all fairness, take it away. Okay, I do. <laughs> don't even joke. I do that. I can think of the last time I did it. It was like a few days ago. Uh-huh. And I think you use a lot more dishes than I do. Because
1: I make you all the food. Are you kidding? No, of like course I use more dishes. Like
0: I use the same cup, same plates. Like I try to always reuse the things that I have. For a while, I was doing really good at literally having one plate sitting out and one fork and one knife sitting out. And I would yeah, just use it, wash it, and set it, it down. It was sitting
1: on the counter and I needed the counter space. So okay. Well, then didn't work either. enjoy washing four
0: forks instead of one.
1: But see, we're still back to me washing all of
0: them. Not if you would just leave it out. I would wash it. <laughs> But that's really, in, in terms of chores, like, those are the only things that I say you do. Like, I can, I think that, like, not that you do, but, like, yeah, that I you do. Like, that ah. You, like, own. That's, like, that's your thing and this is my thing. I think everything else, like, I think we're equally in charge of, like, cleaning the apartment. Like, you cleaned the other day, but I cleaned, like, two weeks ago, yeah. like, pretty thoroughly. Like when you're off doing your second job, your side job stuff, like I'll clean the apartment on our my I feel own like a lot.
1: A lot of times when we're doing these kind of cleaning things, it's like a, a scramble because we have something coming up that it needs to be cleaned. So it's just like, dear God, who has time? Like Ryan, do you have any time to just run the vacuum? Because I really have to do this other thing? Like it's always just trying to figure out who has an extra minute to get it done before we have to rush out the door or like people are rushing in the door, whatever it is. So I feel like in those cases it's always like pretty even in what we're trying to accomplish like it's a shared mission there.
0: But in terms of like expectations from your significant other, I would say like I definitely think that we we have a very shared like split of doing the chores. Like a lot of the times I'll just clean. I like I don't expect you to clean up after me. Like I try to keep my stuff pretty clean and things are never dirty. There's a big difference between like dirty and messy. Well, i get messy a lot because of what you just said like yeah. we're always like things are just come in set your stuff down you're kind of well, running going doing stuff a but side
1: note here that's actually why we have this beautiful massive eight foot desk here in our gear room because i was super sick of having Ryan's stuff just scattered around the living room because he would have a charger cord here and like a laptop we had like five laptops at one point and there would Holy be one in every we did no oh we my didn't. gosh yeah, we did. I had my laptop we had the iPad we had media top and you had two laptops a work one and a personal one so
0: yeah that's true I guess we and had plus. like five I was just thinking more of like camera stuff
1: and that I mean yeah, it was just like never ending like which isn't a bad thing like it's cool that we have all this stuff but I, w- I would go to sit on the couch and my I would get like tangled in cords and I was like, I'm going to kick something and it's going to be one of these laptops. So, I insisted on getting this desk and I said, you need to keep your belongings here because I can't do it anymore. And so they still
0: don't end up there most of the time? No, they're
1: really not too bad. Now. Yeah. If they are, I just hide them and just push it somewhere else so I don't have to look at it. That's why I hoard things. When I don't say hoard things, but no, Ryan do. has a... You do. Hey, shut up. He, uh, he will go on cleaning binges and like pull out all the stuff that I tucked into the closet so I didn't have to look at it. So it looks like there's a lot to clean, but like if you just leave it alone, I just, there's some things I just don't want to deal with. Like I know I'll need it sometime, but I don't want to deal with it right now. So I'll just put it in the closet and shut that closet immediately.
0: Yeah. But I have a rule. If you, if it's not like a piece of seasonal gear and you don't touch it in like six months, you probably don't need it. And that's, that's just a fact.
1: Yeah. I don't In know. most cases,
0: I've let I let you keep those stupid twirling batons that you're never gonna touch again. It's nostalgic, right? And that's cool. I get that, but you there's no reason that I should open up a drawer and find like 600 expired coupons for. The newspaper that are just I like stuff, not me in just drawer. like
1: hoarding it, those are just oh, I was gonna use this and yeah, then it you're right. it's, it's not like hoarding like it's when not it's
0: in the junk drawer, but when you like yeah. move the bread box to the side, and there's like 50 more sitting there. That's when I have them in a
1: stack and I say, Again, I yeah. don't want to deal with this right now, we'll just tuck it
0: in here. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can see that for sure.
0: But overall, the expectations around like who does what chores, I'm, I can, I feel like I can confidently say that we do. We definitely split most of them and a lot of the times it's just like i see that the apartment is like messy and i'm like i need to clean this stuff up and because i i'm not i kind of go through spurts where it's like i can clean really hard for like one like one weekend or whatever and we're really good for like two or three weeks and then over those two or three weeks you just get messy and you have two dogs and they mess everything up and you're walking in and out and all the floors in our apartment are like cement so we're always wearing shoes so it's just kind of like you just get to a point where you're like, all right, time to clean. It needs huh? yeah. But other than the dishes and taking the dogs out, there's really no, like, you do this, I do that. Like, we don't have a chore wheel. It's just kind of like when something needs to be done, it gets done.
1: Besides the very specific rule that we each clean our own sinks in the Ooh. bathroom... Because that shit is nasty, and I'm not even going near those beard clippings. Like, I just can't do it. You
0: don't know the struggle. <coughs> you,
1: you just could don't. I mean, I'm not going to go here because it's going to get real nitpicky And y- That's and actually like not true because I don't
0: even shave my beard anymore. I shave it like was once so every bad two months. before, <laughs> though.
1: I used to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And then it would be like toothpaste gunk on top of the hairs. I was like, nope, there's no chance I'm ever touching that. So well good luck. Well, that's
0: why we have two sinks.
1: I know. Thank God. Mm. So I had the second one installed for that reason.
0: you're ridiculous yeah Uh, oh i don't know i think i man the the one we were talking about the hoarding thing i just started thinking i know he's like
1: looking around like where the hell does she hide something else i know it's nuts it's
0: so terrible madeline like why do you why do you just keep random shit and just like put it off in a corner like it it's not where it goes you don't need it you go to the thrift shop like six times a week And buy just lamps and lampshades for lamps that we don't even have. And you just set them in the corner and you're like, hey, there's some lampshades that are 50 cents, so I got them. It's like, we don't need that. Quit buying shit. Quit putting shit in the corner and hoarding it. Pack rat. Definition of a pack rat a lot of the times. You're getting better, though. We made rules where Madeline has to, if she's going to go and buy a bunch of clothes, she has to get rid of the exact same amount of clothes. Because in our closet... I have <laughs> probably one-eighth of the closet with, like, three dress shirts, a couple suit jackets, a jersey, and maybe some T-shirts, and then a drawer of, like, gym clothes. And Madeline has, like, 1,800 square feet of closet space. That's an exaggeration, but it might be true. I haven't measured it yet.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty dense.
0: But that drives me nuts when you... Just, just have want stuff. Yeah. when you Stuff, d- stuffed. Yeah, exactly. Like you complain about me having my stuff everywhere which is true i do mm-hmm. agree that i would just kind of put my shit everywhere and i still do i just kind of condense it to one like area of the yeah, spare bedroom a
1: place that i don't go over but often. like
0: if i go look on the counter right now i bet you anything i'm gonna find a lot of your stuff and that's not gonna be like stuff you use every day it's like a notebook maybe that you haven't touched in two months like a candle like stuff that you could easily stow away in like a storage area oh, where you
1: want it, me to stow things no there's away? certain uh-huh. places for, for <laughs> things
0: to go but when you have a drawer that's dedicated to one thing, and then you look in there, and there's some completely random thing in there, it's like, why did you put this here? Because I didn't want to look at it. If you didn't want to look at it, get rid of it.
1: Yeah, I can see that, but I don't think I'm gonna change right away. Like this is something I'm I have never asked you down. to
0: change. I'm just gonna yeah, continue just to rip on, to, on yeah. you and call you a pack rat. Yeah. And that's fine. I don't hate it that much. You know, I just. But there's plenty of times when Madeline, and Madeline doesn't even know this right now. There's so much stuff that I've gotten rid of that's (laughs) just been sitting there that I know she hasn't even looked at in six months or touched, and I'm just like, well, this is gone. Like, she doesn't even know it's here. I'm going to get rid of it. She donated a bunch of it recently and probably doesn't even know it. Like what? Well, like those art canvases, those canvases. Yeah, but you fought me for like two years on getting rid of those things because you said you were going to use them, and finally I just took them and put put them under the big pile of donation stuff that we had, and they disappeared, and it's been great. Yeah, that's true. So that drives me nuts a little bit. I don't think there's really much else that I can think of, like, in in terms of just us living together, like, that I would classify as driving me nuts. I don't think that – I think most things are just – maybe I'm just more easygoing, but most things are really tolerable, like – You know what
1: you've been doing lately that is not a big deal. It's just a thing I've noticed that – I wouldn't say it drives me nuts. It's not to that point yet, but I just don't get it. Why do you leave the shower door open? the glass door in the shower i don't know that's what i'm saying i i I never really got like doesn't it only bothers me because i can't figure out why like do you just slam it so hard that it pops back open are you hey buddy are you leaving it open i just it's weird
0: i don't i don't have even the slightest bit of clue to how to answer that yeah Hmm. why do you leave all the lights on
1: I just remembered what? another one. Actually, we're
0: I We're coming well back to that one okay, I just said. We can
1: totally you are notorious for leaving chips open and snacks open and things on the counter that you insist you're going to put away and then like it just doesn't somehow. You've gotten better cuz I know that there have been things that like w- there was no coming back from that. It's been on the counter for too long, but like I have thrown out so many bags of chips that were stale or like cereal that I'm like, "Really?" Really? So that drives me crazy. Yeah, I mean,
0: I usually do come back to a bowl of cereal. <laughs> <I> <laughs> like six uh, bowls no. of cereal. Yeah,
1: but then you leave it open later, too. Or, like, I'll. Okay, so the box is put away and I go to open it so I can have some cereal and the bag inside is like open and everything. Like, you didn't even try to c- close it down to make it a little more airtight so it doesn't get stale. None of that. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Other stuff that drives me nuts. I don't want this to turn into like a crazy rag on each other for everything. And I don't think it will necessarily, but I, um, you know, there's always stuff that, like, it happens enough and you're just like, why? <laughs> why?
0: That was a pretty terrible attempt at keeping the conversation oh going. Why I just I So, uh, yeah, just tried to get up and let the dog out and told Madeline to just keep the conversation going, and she just but stopped. But I didn't get that she that was the motion, stopped. so
1: I was like, well, what are you, you doing? motion you want me to give you? I like don't know. I thought you were trying to tell me that we were going to pause and maybe start recording once you got
0: back. No, but you were just we on are. a roll, and then the second I say, keep going, you just stop and stare at me. So either way, uh, I'm not even going to edit that out. Don't even care. If you made it this far through the episode, kudos to you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I also don't want to use this time to sit here and bitch. I don't, for, for the most part, I think we're pretty good at living with each other. I, I think so too. I, think I just kind of let everything, I just kind of brush it all off because I'm like, I don't really care for most cases. I just don't let you do anything to this one room. And I think that's how it'll probably always be. I'll always have like, <laughs> that's kind of how most guys are, I think. They just have their like one little space and everything else is like. You can do whatever you want, just don't ah. touch my den, don't touch my my in my Steady. case it's a gear room.
1: That's interesting cuz that just reminded me of something like back at the beginning of this conversation like the expectations for when you coming into the situation, what were your expectations or like what were you surprised by? And that was something that I st- I didn't struggle with, but your taste in like college decor carried its way after you graduated and it, it didn't take a lot to like make you change it up but we definitely had to agree that it was all going in one spot and you had this room to do with what you pleased and everything else had to be either equally agreed on or mostly my my opinion because
0: well yeah but you also i mean that's true yeah definitely. i mean <laughs> there was
1: just a lot of I like mean
0: the key thing there was like ryan you can't hang posters on the wall without yep. a frame anymore so i went and bought some of those like cheap twelve dollar black plastic frames from and it made Target. all the difference yeah for sure but if that is what it takes to make sure that you don't hang stupid pictures of like dumb flowers or just even put up pho- i mean th- we have like 70 photos of jordan in the apartment like it's a good point she's everywhere that's true and then you even have a bunch of photo picture frames that don't have real people <laughs> in them. they just have the photos that like came with the people so it's like yeah i have bad taste but like you have no taste like you just have the frame of like what could be there
1: looking back at last week
0: i have no frame <laughs> you have all the frames you have no photos i have all the photos looking
1: back at last week's episode i'm just trying to make it look like i have a very diverse friend group and like they really like taking photos in black and white and, yeah, and a lot of the them have price children tag and all the stuff
0: you buy from the goodwill yes. is really tasteful too yeah
1: i like people to know that i can get a good deal
0: 699 for that lamp out there <laughs>
1: What lamp was six ninety
0: nine that white one white I one paid a dollar I for that whatever <laughs> I I was making see deals uh, whatever.
1: I'm gonna start putting price tags on everything so everyone knows that I paid almost nothing for it
0: okay let's not do that It's
1: like the opposite of bragging about how much money you make like I'm, I'm okay. gonna brag about how little I spend
0: gonna say that much <laughs> little Dickie <laughs> featured on <in> this episode <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm gonna play this song for him right here during this part of this. Podcast okay. Little Dickie will be playing.
1: Okay, you know who's gonna love that? Brad,
0: he will. Brad, he's new Little Dickie fan.
1: He's been big on that. Little Dick,
0: wow, that was not how you wanted to word that. Little Dick, all D. right, okay, all right. You can <laughs> stop now. You were good, we're killing this one. Um, the other thing that came to mind when we were talking about, um, like expectations was just like how you're supposed to. like just going from like not for me going from not having someone in my space all the time and our first apartment we lived in was real small like Mm -hmm. like you could fit most of it into one like the living room of the new apartment that we're in and that's an exaggeration but it was it was a lot smaller so going from living like with no one to living with somebody and kind of like at times like how do you get your own space and when we first moved to, to live together like i did a lot of like, I, that was the summer, like, I went, I think there was, that was two years ago, so, like, I literally traveled every weekend for mm-hmm. 12 weeks straight, and you went on a lot of those, but there was a lot you didn't go on, too. I would say, like, you went on, like, three quarters of those trips, and I did some by myself with, like, JC and those guys. Um, So, that was kind of, like, my time to, like, like, I needed to, if I needed my own space or to get away, that's what I did. And now I feel like we do a little bit less of that. Like we're not doing as many trips, but like if we need space, it's more of like, like I know when you need space and need like independence, like, I mean, I can just tell like when you're in a mood where you're just like, I'm going to be in this corner of the apartment and don't talk to me (laughs) or acknowledge that you're alive and here. And I'm cool with that. I get that. And I need that sometimes too, where I'm like, okay, back up. Like, I don't need you crawling on me. Like I'm some sort of jungle gym all the time. Like,
1: I'm <laughs> the touchy feeliest person around, and I
0: like an bother orangutan. him so much. Like a sloth, just yeah. crawling on someone. Yeah, and also napping a lot. Hey, <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> but the the whole like, how do you get your space when you're living with somebody, is a very tricky one because you want to be with that person, you want to be with the other person that you're you're living with, like that's the reason you're there. But it is so na- so easy to go past the point of like being in each other's face and then you just get mad at each other for mm-hmm. shit that you d- that doesn't even matter like we do that from time to time i wouldn't say mad well, but like we get it we step on each other's toes where it's like i'm doing my thing you're doing your thing and like sometimes you just need some space and luckily we kind of have like i can we have activities and things we can go do and most of the time throughout the day we're not with each other so it's not as bad but, but it, we get there
1: yeah and i think on the other hand of that like it can be a tricky uh little equation too because i'm sure that there's and i, I hope that nobody really experiences this too much but I know it's got to be out there that that person maybe wouldn't understand that they need space you know like if if for whatever reason I came to you and said like okay I really just need like to not be around the dogs or you or like I just need some personal time like and if you were to get offended by that that would be really challenging for us um to to like not understand that that other person has their own you know own things that kind of get them overwhelmed or like that Make them feel like, okay, I just need a few minutes. And not even just a few minutes. Maybe I need a whole day. Like, maybe I just need to go. And that's one of the things that, for me personally, being able to, like, you hate grocery shopping. So, me going grocery it shopping is the worst. and then coming back and, like, cooking and stuff, that is all it takes for me to have, like, my own time to, like, zen out and, like, not have to deal with, w- you know, whatever I'm not in the mood to deal with. Or if maybe I just had a really talkative day at work and I don't want to talk which when I was starting this kind ca- like this piece here is you know I can see where some people might take that like offensively like they you know want to spend time with uh, their significant other and they want to share all those things but like the other person isn't always receptive to it like I hope that uh, that's something that you can talk about in your relationship uh, with your significant other is like understanding that each person needs like a different level of attention or personal time or whatever it is
0: or maybe you're weird and you just like to like be near each other all the time and yeah. don't like your own personal space there are people like that yeah i'm not one of them No, meaning. i enjoy being alone and away from people and and the dogs and whatnot from time to time um but to each their own
1: yeah and then summer that we moved in um, or that i moved in i guess it was kind of like fall but the following summer when we lived in our first apartment we th- we got to throw a little added twist and uh we <sighs> we got to host <sighs> a temporary roommate for a couple months in the summer one of my brother's good friends and one of our good friends came and stayed with us in the summer and that in itself was a very different challenge like we already had a smaller apartment and then we added another person to it. And it was like you know when you get home and you're like, "Man, like it's going to be great. I'm just going to sit on the couch for a second, like relax, like put my feet up." I'd get home and there would already be two people on the couch and I was like, "Well, shit." Where do you go? Like I don't I don't really have any friends here, like I don't have any other couches. <laughs> yeah. It was an interesting.
0: Yeah. There was nothing really that bad about it. It was just kind no. of like it was at that point where you're, like, kind of growing out of, like, you want to be with that other person you don't want to have. Like, it was, mm. like, transitioning from college life to more young adult life, and yeah. you kind of don't want to have that many people around all the times And he doesn't even listen to this podcast, no. so we could talk about him all we I want. I think it was more
1: of a positive Why? experience, and He's I thought it was really helpful m- more than not like for both parties but it was still i mean
0: it was cool living living having like a third person there for me it was fun because like i had just moved out here still didn't have a lot of people out here so it was Mm -hmm. cool to have somebody to like go do like stuff with that you didn't want to do because i'll be honest like you didn't go to the gym ever then like you never really wanted to do that much you were kind of like sloth mode a lot back then and not anymore but because we can't be with the dogs and with our routines and whatnot but um
1: speaking of dogs right now moose is uh digging on the spare bed he's trying to dig out a hole for himself to lay in and he's kicking the pillows i
0: don't even have to acknowledge that it's funny no it's not when you can't see it it's
1: probably Uh, just you can picture it right crazy dog people Uh, we already know that's true
0: refer to episode from whatever two weeks ago he seriously kicked like three pillows off now all right no more talking about the dog sorry let's give let's kind of wrap this up by giving Five tips or so yeah. from what we think is important for people who are just about to move in with their significant other. Yes. If you're getting married and you're like you've been dating somebody for a long time, maybe you're engaged and you're you're doing the thing where like you move in after the fact. Like, um best of luck. Yeah, well, for sure. I oh man, we should we should actually talk talk about that for a second because yeah. sometimes, especially like I said in the beginning, living in West Michigan, there's a lot of people who. I don't think they look down on you, but there's definitely a like, oh, (laughs) oh, like you live with your girlfriend and you're not married. Like, oh, yeah. And we won't get into why, but I I think everyone kind of interpret on their own why. But to me, it makes no like how could you live with how could you marry somebody that you've never lived with? Like, that's such a big part of just being with each other is such a big part of and this is just my opinion of of your life. Yeah. If, you, like you said, if somebody's a psycho, if somebody's disgusting, if somebody's just like an asshole or they're just so clingy or maybe they're too distant, like that is just some. How do you wait till after you get married to figure that out? Like, I can only imagine how many relationships were ruined because of that. Now, if you have a relationship and you're just so deeply in love and it, that you can get past any of that stuff, then like, bless you, like, that's awesome. But I just cannot imagine myself being like that. Like, I would never. I don't see, there, like, there's any reason, anything wrong with why you'd want to. Li- like, this is 2018. You can do this kind of stuff, and only in West Michigan do people question it that so far that I've experienced and maybe yeah. my grandma, but, you know. Uh,
1: they have a show on TLC, I think, that's, like, married at first sight. I mean, they have all kinds of crazy stuff like that, but basically, like, you get married the minute you guys meet, like, right what? away. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't really understand it. We don't really
0: watch cable. I'm super happy we don't have cable. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. But let's try to wrap this up by summing it up into like five points or something. Maybe not five, three, whatever. Whatever it comes up to of what we would suggest for people who are just moving in with each other, uh, with their significant other, like, and what to expect from that. So I I think the first thing is like set realistic expectations. Like, do Mm -hmm. not assume that they're going to conform to everything that you do the way that you live and like be really mindful of it as you're moving in like literally from the day they're moving their stuff in until like three months later or whatever um because I, I can remember you like moving your stuff in and i'm just standing there watching all this stuff come in and i'm just like blown away i'm like what what is all of this like i don't even have an apartment anymore like this is your place now and i just kind of had to sit there and be like like kind of just take that in and realize like this is what it is. Like you have to share like your space <laughs> like this, is like this is as much yours as it is mine now. Um, so set, set realistic expectations around how, how you guys are going to live together and just be really mindful about um, situations when they arise and know that like it's a learning experience. And I feel like we, we can speak pretty well to this. I think we do really well. I mean, our arguments are usually like so, so dumb and so petty that like they're nothing like i can't even think of them they're so petty like there's nothing significant about like things that we do living with each other that are that big of a deal probably dishes at the most and that's not even an argument it's more of like i I don't
1: even remember us being like petty about it i feel like that's not the right word either but i get what you're saying they're insignificant
0: yeah for sure um and then uh, man i guess that would definitely be my that's my main one that's the main piece
1: I would say that communicating which I think that is a standard across the board but having like really like really um upfront communication about some of the things that you're experiencing and feeling and that's something that I think that I'm still actively working on because it's it's 100% not my strong suit like I If something's irritating me or bothering me, I usually just brush it off and, like, deal with it in my own way or say, like, okay, that's really not a big deal. Like, you're just nitpicking or you're, like, saying, I don't know, you're just, like I said, I just don't want to, like, nag or be annoying about it. And it's probably just my own, um, my own, what's the word? Don't know. Like pet peeves, I guess, yeah, just like things right. that I've noticed enough that like start bothering me. But like you have to be really open about that stuff when it happens. Like you need to make it clear that it's bothering you or it's going to keep bothering you and it's going to keep building up. So making sure that you're communicating those things um, to the best of your ability. And if not, being, uh, again, mindful of how that's going to impact your relationship going forward because it's not really the best result.
0: So we've got set really realistic expectations, um, communicate clearly and frequently and frequently. And I would throw out the third one is um, let get your a dog. <laughs> yeah, get a dog. No, let your significant other um, have their own routine. And that creates kind of their own independence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they kind of go hand in hand that you shouldn't want you shouldn't expect your significant other to do everything with you all the time unless you really want to unless you really want you guys really love each other that much Mm -hmm. and you don't feel any need to to have any alone time um but if i had to guess most people need that i think it's just a natural thing that like we as humans need like people are different and sometimes people just need their own space i for sure do so give people routine let people create their own routines and sometimes you're going to have a similar routine but give space and give and let there be independence and in like what you're doing
1: yeah i just i thought of like one more thing that what? you and i i don't think would ever have like naturally just come up with on our own because uh, we don't experience it that often is what do you do when your partner is like constantly having friends over or bringing people over or you guys have different expectations for like how often you're gonna go out or like go out to eat and stuff that's we've never even had to think or talk about that too much but like yeah, i'm thinking c- about people that are a lot more like social social than they have more friends than us is i don't really think that's the case but like <laughs> they they value a lot more of that like social interaction all the time like say that i was really extroverted and you were really introverted and true i'm really not that extroverted at all actually. Well, i'm really introverted that is true <laughs> but say that i was like constantly like oh like i need you know like hey all my friends are coming over after work or like hey I don't know. Again, like, hey, I think this weekend everyone's gonna come over again and like
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Interesting. I you know, we don't really have to go in depth right? it. Like I said, we, we don't really have much to speak on because that's not really our personalities anyway. But
0: yeah. But I can think of people I know who yeah, they're very much like that. Yeah,
1: that's what that's what made me think of it is that I was trying to think if there was anyone that like probably wasn't gonna relate how we do and what they might be going through, you know, that's different and that's one hundred percent gotta be a, a dynamic that I wouldn't wouldn't have considered before yeah is uh th- how that can bring its own challenges uh, we, uh, we kept talking about getting alone time or independence and stuff and sometimes these people are like
0: yeah that's true sometimes people don't want it people, like their yeah. their routine or their independence is like going to hang out with their group yeah. of friends or whatever yeah. um yeah that's interesting that we i guess we just don't really yeah i don't at least i mean you might no. i know you don't now but like that's not to say if you didn't live near your really close friends that you wouldn't mm. do that, you know? Yeah. I don't know if it was last week or a few weeks ago or whatever when we were talking about, like, how to go out. I think it was last right. week. How to go out and, like, make new friends. And it's like, well, you don't really have to try to go out and make new friends. Like, you're going to make them organically. And and people are going to come into your life. And you're going to hang out with more and more people. But I just personally enjoy my alone time a lot. Like, I really value that. And it makes the time that I do, like, we do go out and spend mm-hmm. with our friends so much more special so much more exciting like even this weekend going to going to a concert this weekend with our friends um i'm super super stoked to go do that because i haven't seen this group of guys in a while and or their girlfriends or fiancés in a long time so i'm really excited for it um and it's one of our favorite artists my favorite artist kenny chesney yeah uncle kenny and thomas Rhett. it's gonna be a great concert so wrap it up expectations set them stick to them understand them be realistic, whatever. Communication, and what was the third one? Um, independence. Give the other person their space to create their own routines, and ultimately their own independence. And if you do those things, and you're just really open minded about it, that's probably the biggest, the key word being mindful or open minded. Um, it's gonna work out really smoothly. It's, you're gonna figure it out, and don't expect the, don't expect not to argue because you're going to. Don't expect not to step on each other's toes because you're going to. Um, And I I guess all I could really hope for is that people are just kind of, they are mindful and they do approach it um, with that mindset of being able to just figure it out and understand that it's not like something you're ever going to go into and just know right away, but you want to figure it out and work with the other person as part of just growing together. Um, And I, I wonder how it'll be, I wonder how it'll be when we like look back at this, like, 10 years and we're like we're like completely different people like different routines different things like in a different place probably um what we're gonna think of this like i wonder if we're gonna be much more if we're gonna be those people who are always having friends over Mm. i like i doubt it but you never know it'll be interesting
1: yeah it'll be fun to look back on this one
0: yeah so um is that do you have anything else do you think that kind of covers everything you wanted to talk about
1: yeah i think it does i think that was um Like I said, I'm sure that there's more that we didn't even consider, but it's just because it's not part of our daily experiences and stuff. So if you guys have anything that you want to include or like any alternative issues or exciting things that we never even considered, share those with us too, because that's really fun to hear and like understand what other people experience that.
0: At some point in time, we're going to have to start like either getting people on this podcast with us, like people that are older than us, people Mm -hmm. that are just moving in with each other, people that are just getting engaged, having kids like get kind of like a mix of people at some point. maybe season two when we do a se- when we end season one and we'll look into season two we do more of like a recording thing mm-hmm. where because I would love to get like we just don't know what we don't know and we're we're such different people than a lot of our friends and that's not to say anyone's good or bad. it's just like you're different. And I would love to hear what our friends have to say to this. I know they listen to this, and I'm curious. Like, I know they say they like this podcast, but I'm curious if they're ever just like, you guys are full of shit. <laughs> like, you guys are stupid. Like,
1: listen to these idiots. <laughs> yeah, these
0: guys over here suck. Like, Wink and Madeline, you guys are dumb. <laughs> like, I guarantee some of them say it, and that's cool. I just hope that they say it with an open mind and understand that, like, I also think you're an idiot, too. That's funny.
1: If any of you guys are out there saying, you guys are real dumb idiots, come fight me find me and fight me
0: hit her up on twitter yeah slide into those dms on the gram yeah maybe venmo her a little bit whatever
1: yeah (laughs) hit me on that venmo all
0: right well until next week um yeah i don't know i don't know how to really end these things anymore until next week what
1: until next week we're still
0: figuring this whole podcast thing out season one is the trial (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah.
0: And now we're going to go into season two much more organized. When will that happen?
1: I don't know. We we haven't even talked about that.
0: I talked about it to myself in my head.
1: Okay. Well, communication clearly Mm. and frequently. (laughs) Leave me alone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's just wrap it up like we always do.